Hey yo, I'm Katie. And it's your co-host Corey, and this is the Press Next Podcast. Like we said last week, we have some very exciting things happening. So um, if you want to support us and support Mama Moore's popcorn, the code is PRESSNEXT. And you can order on their website at www.moorgourmetpopcorn.com for 15% off. And that code also works in-store. It's crazy. In-store. When when do you... When have you seen an in-store and online code? I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Go into the store. I would like to use code PRESSNEXT. Exactly. Just say that at the counter and get you some. Listen, get on the website, order some popcorn, get you a little bundle. They got little cool little gourmet bundles. You know, they got a lot of flavors, okay? 10 savory flavors, 17 sweet flavors, and 12 premium. The premium does include chocolate and nuts, so if you are allergic to nuts... I'm sorry, but this popcorn is preservative-free, gluten-free, non-GMO kernels, 0% trans fat, popped in 100% coconut oil, and made for you the day that they ship to ensure freshness. Yum! We love popcorn, and we love Mama Moore's. We do, and if you do go into the store, tell Deborah we said hi. Yeah, tell her we said, what up, though? She's she's amazing, so go ahead, get you some popcorn. Listen. We finished the show. We did. We finished. We finally finished. The show. Everyone that binge watched, we're right there with you. Yes. (laughs) You know, and so there's like a lot of me and probably a lot of you, Katie, that just would rather binge watch the show. But I like doing it in the form where we take a couple episodes at a time, you know, spreads it out. Um, But goodness gracious, I kind of wish I binged this like in one day. I know. Same. But it has been, like you said, cool to... Break it down episode by episode and then have to wait. Because, you know, before streaming services, that's what you had to do, right? Right. Every you had week. to wait until the next week. Or if you were left on a cliffhanger, you had to just wait till the next season. Yeah, feel me. So, like how I am with Grey's Anatomy. I'm still mm. holding on. Season 17. <laughs> yeah. I am still holding on. That show will go until season 45. <laughs> uh, there's no way we'll be able to break that down on this show unless we legitimately do an uh a season and episode <laughs> that would be wild but listen what happened episode seven and eight overview um damn, what are the big things I, for me big mildred tells huck that she's a lesbian yes that was a big she, she that was a big huck. thing yeah right after huck asked her out so that was like a little weird but at the same time She's she's confessing who she really is, and she's saying it to somebody else who is is not a lesbian. So right. that's big. She, it's to Accepting me, it's like her yourself. coming out party. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was big. Um, ooh, and then at the beginning, okay, Bucket finds the recorder. Okay, that was crazy because I was wild. like, Bucket's got a little something in her, and mm-hmm. we knew she was going to do something, yep. but that wasn't what I was expecting her to do. But she's smarter than right. I thought. Bucket and Ratchet team up. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? And also, I don't hate Bucket anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. We'll, let's wrap that up in the end. Um, let's see. They they kind of stage a coup, right? So where um, Bucket would run the the hospital, at least mm-hmm. in the interim, mm-hmm. because they figure out about Hanover. And they essentially, this was kind of big to me. They let Hanover go instead yeah. of turn them over to the authorities. 
They just let him go. And in doing that, Charlotte kills him. Yeah. Big news. Yeah. That was probably well, when I wasn't looked. wasn't really Charlotte. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> when I looked over at you when it happened, your your face was just so like ridiculous. Your mouth was wide open. Listen. Eyebrows to the sky. There were three times in these past two, in the last two episodes where my mouth was on, my jaw was on the floor. Mouth agape. Just staring in disbelief. It was wild every time. That I was one at you of two. them, and yep. I will get into the other two later. Yeah. Then, then uh, Mildred cut off his head and uh, took it to Osgood. Okay, that was smart on her part, though, because it, once she found out that he was dead, she was like, "What does it matter? Get is, the money." Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get this money. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, but then Osgood got capped by uh by the by the the help. Yeah. From she her got, son. She got stabbed up, man. <laughs> and the son set her up, but. You know, we all know what happened to the son in the end, so that was kind of funny. Um, Mildred, who also goes by Millie. Millie and Gwen share love. Mm-hmm. That was big. You know, they their first kiss happens. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. Sweet moment. Um, you, listen, uh, this is something we got to talk about. So we'll, we'll circle back around to it. We see, we hear about death mm-hmm. by lethal injection. We see the electric chair. Well, really, we need to talk about capital punishment. Yeah. But we see that. They talk about that. But uh, Charlotte essentially goes on a rampage where she's killing everybody. Well, is it Charlotte or Dr. Hanover? It's Charlotte. But, yeah. you know, ask Dr. Hanover uh, and then helps Edmund escape. And that kind of leads to the end, right? It leads to Mexico. Yeah. Everything leads, to, all roads lead to lead Mexico. To Mexico. <laughs> what an eventful two episodes yeah it's a lot of stuff that happened in those two yeah i feel like the last four episodes were so jam-packed full of just action and storyline and i really do feel like the last two episodes although they were seven and eight although they were filled with action they were also just like loose ends being tied up yeah i almost feel like that was exactly what was doing they were just capping off everybody's story right but then we're left with, will Edmund find them in Mexico? Will she go find him? How will that, you know, will they be? Will there be a season two? Right. A nice little game of cat and mouse. Do you, And if that is the plot, do you want to watch season two is the question. I right. I'm not sure if I want to watch a season where the whole thing is just them trying to find each other to kill each other. Right. I but, mean, they would add on to it, though. I mean, there say, would be more story. Because goodness gracious, I hope we just come to Mexico and then, you know, Something happened. But if we go by the movie, then we obviously know that Nurse Ratchet is still alive and mm-hmm. probably terrorizing people in a psychiatric wards. So wild. Listen, this is what I want to spin back to real quick. We talked about overview of the episodes and things that we saw. Let me ask you a question. And you can answer this or not answer this. How do you feel about capital punishment? Oh, that's a good one. I have. <laughs> you were not ready for this. You had no idea this was coming. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm kind of flush. So I have actually been thinking about this. Um, and I feel like I used to feel a certain way. And now I'm just not sure, you know? Right. So I feel like I used to be all for it um, when I was younger, when I didn't really know much about it. Right. You know, I wasn't as informed. Um. 
But now that I'm older and I've seen how our justice system can play out and how not everyone that is in jail is guilty. Right. Right. Or the right person that should be there. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I have, <laughs> I've reached out to several of my friends after I worked, watched Just Mercy. Right. Um, phenomenal movie. Great Check movie. it out. If you haven't, I think I cried five times watching it. It was tough. Definitely it tough. It is a tough movie and I don't know if I want to watch it again, but after I watched that, I reached out to some of my friends and I was like, hey, what's your opinion on the death penalty? And, you know, some of them gave me their answers. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like. Hmm, I feel like there are cases where we are leaving them in the prison for no reason. You know, mm-hmm. like we know for sure that they did it. We have cold, hard evidence that they have done it, and now they're just sitting there waiting for their expiration date, basically, just waiting to die. And that is, I mean, we're we're just, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I feel, feel like we're just paying tax dollars to keep them alive when we know that what they have done is so beyond, like, humanity, I guess. But I don't know. I know you feel differently. You and I obviously have had this conversation. We have. Being married. We talk about a lot of in-depth things. Um, shower combos, as I would like to call them. So, I guess they're only conversations I have with myself in the shower. But yeah. So for you, me, yeah. I, I'm interesting you, were, you used the, the verbiage humanity because that's exactly somewhat what I want to talk about, right? So for me, I'm much like you when I was younger – um, I wouldn't even necessarily say um, I was all for it. Mm-hmm. Rather, I was indifferent because I was ill-informed. Right. So I didn't really care. You know, I didn't have a stance either way. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. But the more I got in tuned with my empathetic side, the more I got in tune with the justice system, the more I got in tune with um, how prison was supposed to be set up and how it should be set up, the more I got in tune with the word humane yeah, is wild to me. So, you know, I am not for the death penalty mm-hmm. at all. I don't think anybody should be put to death. I don't think anybody should die. Not only hands or the decision of us. Right. Um, most people know my faith. So based on my faith and other stuff, I don't believe like, that. Who are we to play God? Yes. I don't believe it's my it's my choice to take away something that was not given to me. Um, and then on top of but that, do you think that there's crimes that are so heinous that, that warrant it? I don't know because like if a person is so disassociated that they're not even acting as a, as a human who is capable of feeling things that they kill somebody. Yeah. So then, what would or we do? perform just like heinous acts? Right, but what do we get out of that? Is that's what I'm trying to get to? Is that for one, if I go by faith, you know, and thou shalt not kill with no asterisk next to it, you know, right. instead of unless it's war, this or the act was so heinous, right? So that's number one. But for somebody to talk about 
killing and humane and then put it in one sentence to me is weird. How, killing is inhumane itself. Mm-hmm. So for you to try to come up with a way that's like, oh, this is humane. What do you believe humane is? That you just ended a life and you want to like tell me that was humane. But I get it. Some people feel as if there's there's a couple of ways that are less painful and things. And that makes it more humane to them for them to accept. But for me, it's weird to say you can be in the military and go to war and kill somebody else. But if you kill your brother on the street, I can sentence you to death. That's just a weird uh, premise to me. And yes, there has to be, there's probably a better way and we need a better system, but capital punishment just ain't the one for your boy. Because uh, I think that everybody has, um, or should at least have the chance to redeem themselves. But that ain't up to me <laughs> at yeah. that point. But But even if they redeem themselves, they're still going to be in a cage for the rest of their lives facts so at that point are you doing them a favor maybe but who is can we call that you that's what i'm that's the i guess that's the conversation if you ask me to die okay maybe but i can't make the decision if i'm doing you a favor or not does that make sense yeah in my head yeah so whoever who all disagreed that's fine i would love to hear your perspective that's just mine I've always said that if somebody like robbed my house and I had a gun on them, I'd probably try to shoot them in the foot and like make them pancakes and like talk them out of their ways of doing what they do. But here I am, somebody who is like trying to be a therapist and a counselor and things of that nature. So I honestly just have like a deep core belief that we are all made good. And at some point that that good can be reached and we're just humans and we behave. And sometimes we behave in very bad ways and we do very bad things. This goes back to what they were saying in the show when Ratched was trying to help Edmund and she said, you can't, what'd she say? You can't love someone who, you can't save somebody who doesn't want to be saved. True. Facts. Or you, yeah. But essentially it's like you can, you can bring a horse to water. You can't force it to drink. Kind of the same premise. And that's what I mean though by like, it's that person's choice to do what they want to do. Whether they would like, I think it's weird that we can say that that we can end your life. The government can tell you that that they can end your life, but you can't end your own. I there's no assistance for me if I want to. Now there are a couple of states right now who are allowing that to happen, but in every other state that allows capital murder, I mean uh, capital murder, capital punishment, I can't just check into a hospital or something if I want to end my own life. Right. So the 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 parallel to me is just very weird. But there's also a discrepancy in this show. Okay. Are you ready for this? I was about to say, this started off on a really morbid foot. No. So. <laughs> and here's why we're kind of talking about it. They use the electric chair. First yes. off, we're in the state of California. Yes. Okay. The electric chair was has never been a part of the death penalty in the state of California. Really? Yes. So they went from firing squad... Which is wild, Which is, right? Yikes. Okay. <laughs> but they went from a firing squad to hangings and then gas chamber. Mm. And then from gas chamber to lethal injection. And check this out. Here's the here's the worst part. Lethal injection wasn't even started until nineteen eighty two. 
This show is set in the 50s. Yeah. So discrepancy there. I was not happy about that <laughs> one. Uh, but yes, they would have not used the electric chair. The electric chair is something that was used very, um, a lot in the South. Yeah. Not in other places. Yeah. But of course in the South, we are um, a bit demented <laughs> in the things that we like. Um, and yeah, the electric chair was something that was used more in the South than it was in the progressive California. Yeah, so California went from firing squads and hanging the gas chambers to uh, lethal injection. And I actually don't know where they stand right now in capital punishment. I think that it's like something that's on halt. I don't think people, I don't think you can get the, the death penalty in California. In California, yeah, I'm not I'm not brushed up on my yeah, me either. California politics. Anybody in California <laughs> that is listening, let us know. Can you get the death penalty? I'll tell you what, in Texas, <laughs> they hand it out like it's candy in Texas. So <laughs> don't do no crimes in Texas because you will true. be put to death. That's true. Um, on top of that, I don't want to talk too much about capital punishment. But anyway, I just thought that them bringing it up in a show, I mean, it made sense. I was mad that they made such an error on that. But is what it is especially where it's set in in 47 in the state of california so they should have done better on that shame on you (laughs) ratchet (laughs) for doing that you probably should have went with another another method but how how visceral was that scene yeah that was disgusting wasn't it uh, what i find disgusting is that they allow people to come in and watch thank you that was another thing it's like thank you thank uh, you thank you yeah yeah, that's what's weird to me is that people want to watch you die. That's wild. And that is what's weird to me. That's wild. I will never. Here we go. I know second week and we're talking about what how it's weird to be black sometimes. The most riveting photos for me is when I see photos of people who were hanged. hanged. And there's hundreds Crowds. of people who watched. Yeah, that's weird. How me. demented. I'm not trying to see a dead body. Yeah. I don't want to watch you die. I've always thought that. Like when, I mean, if you think about history and how things used to be when people were hanged at the town square and everybody would come and watch. And yeah, that's very weird. How? Oh, bro. Humans. We're disgusting. Okay. And that actually wasn't that long ago. No. When you think about it. So even though our world may be in shambles right now, we really have come very far. Right, right. You know, not far enough, but definitely have. Like, I'm talking about my parents are still alive. And this is going on with my parents. Were, you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, shout out to my parents. But anyway, thank you all for wishing me happy birthday, those who did. Just want to put that out there before <laughs> we move on. I did enjoy it. Me. The big three O. Big three O. Uh, all right, let's move to questions so we can get into a little bit more happier mood and that, that, <laughs> that mood. Here's what I would like you to do, though. Um, as you go on about your week, just think about capital punishment and how you feel about it. You can feel whatever way you want to feel about it. That is great. Here at uh, Press Next Podcast, we enjoy all trains of thought. But let that be a thought of your week this week. Yeah. How do I feel about capital punishment and why I, do I feel that way? And watch Just Mercy because that just goes to show that not everybody on death row deserves to be on death row. Exactly. And people have been executed already uh, that did not deserve to be executed. So, drum roll, please. How do you feel about episode seven and eight? Scale of one to ten, ten being perfect. You gave last episode, uh, last the last set, 9.5. Where are we at now? Mm, I'm going to say eight. Okay. 
Okay. Because I feel like it was just wrapping everything up. Mm-hmm. And even though there were great things that happened, I just was kind of like, oh, I kind of expected that. Right. Uh, I expected that. Yeah. I feel you. Listen, I'm going to go with like a 6.7. What? Yeah, I know. I'm surprised you didn't. I came back with it. Listen, here's why. Gosh. Here's why. It was too much drama for me. I wanted like... And I say drama, not in the sense of like stuff, events happening. Uh-huh. It was just so much like they were doing too much wrapping up. I don't care that everybody's stories get capped. Yeah. Right? Like like maybe they could have extended it into 10 episodes. Yes. 10 would have been great. Yeah. 10 would have been great. Okay. Yeah. I can I, see that. I didn't need... Some people's story I didn't need it into. I don't, I don't care what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it felt slower, you know, and, and granted, maybe it's supposed to because they're wrapping stuff up, but that's what, yeah, that's what I kind of think is that it felt slower. Even though there was a lot of things happening, it felt slower. I wanted the last of the episode, right? Episode eight. I wanted the very end, the finale. I wanted my like heart to be sunk and my jaw to be on the floor at the very end. And I, my literal reaction was, eh. Oh, come on, bro. Because seven was was nice. Mm-hmm. And eight was constant stuff. It was yeah. happening to eight. It was like boom, 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 boom. Until Mexico. Yeah. She got out the car to look at Edmund driving away. She closed the door. They was in Mexico. And I feel like it just like dropped off a cliff there. Yeah. You know? I, I could agree with that. So that's why I'm going with a, what did I say? 6.7? Yeah. Yeah. 6.7 6. 7. is where I'm at right now. But... Favorite scene. What was your favorite scene in these two episodes? <laughs> my favorite scene was oh. um <laughs> my favorite scene was when Osgood's son was sitting there with the lawyers waiting for his inheritance, mm-hmm. right? Thinking he about to get something. And half of it goes towards like this organization and the other half goes to the monkey. <laughs> his face was gold because I he's an entitled brat. And he got exactly what he deserved. And I think that she was very smart for that because she knew. She knew. She knew exactly what he would do because she knew that he was ill. Mm -hmm. He never was cured or he never got the help that he needed. And so she knew that that there was nothing that could help him at that point. So that he needed to be locked away without her. And I just think it's funny how his actions backfired on him right and he foreshadowed it too you love that monkey more than you love me mm-hmm. um that's funny though the monkey jumping up and down was hilarious like <laughs> that was funny that was funny it's like uh, the monkey knew it was getting yeah, the house exactly and- <laughs> like i'm about to i'm about to be all over this house think you about to get some monkey friends or get into some monkey business Ooh, Ooh i'm gonna call it marcel <laughs> exactly the um reference. let's see favorite scene for me listen i put I don't know if I had a favorite scene. I have no, like, I don't really? know. Yeah. Like, there was no favorite scene for you. No. I don't, there were scenes that were good scenes. Okay. None of them were like my favorite that I just grasped out and I was like, oh, I really love this scene. If I had to choose one, 
Okay, if I had to choose one. Which one would it be? It would be the scene where Millie is confessing her love to Gwen. And Gwen, at first, is being herself, which is very real. And she's like, I can't do this because I don't believe you. You're a liar. That was a good scene. You don't know your feelings. Right. But it wasn't my favorite. I just thought it was like one of the best scenes because I thought it was... Real. Right. It was real. It was raw. It, uh, It was acted very well. And it was written very well. And even their movement... You know, she would step back when she felt a certain way and it would get closer when you when you thought, oh, it's about yeah. to change. And she would step back again. Yeah. And so, like, I like that scene. It wasn't my favorite, but probably I would have, I would choose that. If I had to choose a favorite, I would choose that scene. Okay. I first really like that kiss, scene. First time they kiss. Exactly. She, I really like that scene. I said, oh, their first kiss. Exactly. She reveals <laughs> she has cancer, but but she wants to help. Mm-hmm. And and um millie's actually being like very honest throughout the entire time like she's like hey i'll tell you another truth the hanover's dead and i got some money because he's dead and i ain't gonna tell you what i did but you know right so i don't know that was probably if i had to choose a favorite that's my favorite yeah good one all right least favorite scene least favorite would be my boy huck when he got capped man oh, i know gosh one shot to the head now you know he did shout out to lil wayne <laughs> um yeah, that was wild, man, because Huck is just, like, such a good character. Yeah. He's such a good guy. We already said that we loved Huck. Right. <laughs> like, Huck is just good. He just, he never had a moment where you were, like, questioning his his morality, his ethics, or anything. Mm-hmm. Now, now, had they had made it to the plan that they set up to kill Edmund, I would have. But he didn't. He died. Right. You know, from the beginning of, like of almost quitting because of the the hydrotherapy to making it to head nurse and everything else hugs just been a hundred percent thorough and to see him die in such a unnecessary way yeah it was just so whack yeah it was it was good though because he tried to still be the the warrior that he was yeah right he's trying to still be the hero that he was and he struggled with his purpose and so him being there i think his i think his ego might have got to him a little bit you know when he's like yeah i ain't scared of you this is what i've been through yeah nobody had a gun to my head before it's not gonna scare me i'm a mm-hmm. but that bravado got him capped and i don't really i don't know that one that one hit me hard i ain't really like that scene yeah and i also didn't want to see the image of the bullet in his head they could have had that one yeah. you know but what about that, you? What that, you got? That was definitely one of mine. So, like I told, like I said earlier, I had three moments during these final two episodes where my mouth was just—I was stunned. My mouth was open. My eyebrows were at my hairline. Mm. Like I was just shocked. Huck was one of them because I felt that it was very unnecessary, and I was like, "No, not Huck." Right. Um, and then. Osgood being killed. I did not see that coming. She was so happy yeah, to you give perked up. I, I did. I was like, excuse me? Cause she gave her son um Hanover's head because that's what she wanted to do from the mm-hmm. start, since he did that to her to him. Um and like she went through all of that for her son. And she was like, We can finally live now knowing that he paid for what he did. And then the son was just like, no, I'm not cool with that. I'm That's not, that doesn't make anything better. Right. And then out of nowhere, she gets stabbed in the back. And I was like, 
all of that work for nothing. <laughs> you think that was maybe poetic? The backstabbing? Ooh, you're on to something. I know. Put me in the writer's room, dude. Put me <laughs> in, in the, the writer's, writer's room. room. Okay, yeah. I guess that was poetic. Hmm. And then also, um, the third one being Hanover being killed. Just because... Mm. Just because mm-hmm. I thought, obviously, that Charlotte was better, right? Or right. at least had some kind of handle on her illness. Except it was very dumb on Dr. Hanover's very. part. He's stupid. To put her in the closet mm-hmm. when the police knocked on the door. You know everything. Why would you put her in the closet? Right? Right. But I don't even know, like... In that moment, you're going to open the door to the police. Mm-hmm. What was the point of hiding her? Yeah. May, I, I don't know. Because if you open the door and you're the person they were looking for, yeah, they're going to get you anyway. So what was the point of even putting her in a closet? He's stupid for doing that. But I don't even understand yeah. why he needed to do it. Yeah, I don't either. So maybe that's... Some- scene i don't know why but I, <laughs> right but i think that explains hanover for me but keep going why you hated it okay yeah so i hated it because obviously she has trauma from the closet right and so she was put in the closet and she's like no please don't please don't and then obviously hearing the police officer that's another trigger and then i just like i hated it so much because i know that it wasn't charlotte right right because we explained last week about the um multiple yeah did and how they actually feel like somebody different so when she came to she was like did i do this i i don't know what happened did i do this you know right and that broke my heart for her and it really like i know that it's weird because the things that follow but in that moment i was really sad for her because i was like man (laughs) this wasn't her you know and how do you how do you feel about her Dan? Well, no, no, no. In in the legal system, I mean, you could say if if someone were to do that in real life, yeah, and they go to trial for that, would you deep dive? Here we go. Come I on. know, I know, but how would you? I mean, I guess that's where you get off on the insanity plea. I wouldn't say get off, yeah, but it's called McNaughton rule. Okay, and you have to with as all murder. Mm-hmm. Um, trials intent has to be proved and mm-hmm. then if you are um, pleading insanity it has to be proven that there's an issue where you weren't sane in the moment of you doing what you were doing right so i mean she thought she was killing adolf hitler <laughs> right so the thing is though for her to be a little tough because you know she doesn't remember in the moment mm-hmm. she can't remember actual details but at the same time she's actually already been declared to have uh, at this time, multiple personality disorder. Right. So I'm very sure she would be just sentenced to um, to stay in a psych ward, uh, you know, involuntarily. So, so in that mo- like, if she goes back to who she was in that moment, right? Will she then remember what she? I'm did? I'm sure she probably would. So I hmm. think interesting. Let's let's jump up ahead real quick. Okay. At the end, we see that Charlotte is somewhat living in between all of her characters. Yeah. Okay, so here's how I'm going to explain that. 
it's somewhat as a synthesis for her. Imagine you're in a room full of uh, people, like a maybe a, a circle room. You go into a room. It's like an AA meeting. There's like five chairs. But this is just in your head. There's five different people in the chairs. And you're standing in the middle. Mm-hmm. With her disorder, at times, she's fighting people getting up and taking control of her. Okay. Right? There's an open chair in a circle. When she's synthesized with them, she sits down with them. And now she's able to control who is out at what time. Hmm. Which is why she wants to continue to kill. Because now she feels like she has the control. She's synthesized all of her characters. She herself has maybe even found out that, hey, I'm cool this way. And she's also probably taking on the characters of the people who she kills. Because we see that with Dr. Hanover. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I mean, she suffered some trauma with him. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure she connected to him. Um, but at the end, remember, she kind of comes in. She's cool. She understands that she's Charlotte at the end. Mm-hmm. But then she kind of goes back and forth with the guy who want to kill Adolf, Adolf, Adolf Hitler as well, in the dream at least. But I think that that's what's showing us when she, you know, she had the dream she woke up. Mm-hmm. I think it's showing us she's synthesized with her identities, and they're all as one now. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of something similar very happens in like something very similar happens in the split. You watch the movie where um he's very he's able to go back and forth between everybody. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's what I think they were kind of trying to show. Uh exactly, exactly. I think that's what they were trying to show. But yeah, Dr. Hanover for me being killed was a big moment, but I think that his oversight explained exactly who he was. He doesn't think. Yeah. He's always on his toes except he makes poor decisions and he has poor judgment when he's forced to make a judgment. Okay. He, he It's oversight. Everything he's ever done is oversight. Let's just go back to the beginning. <laughs> the, the drugs getting slipped into his drink is oversight. You yeah. don't leave a patient in the room with drugs right there. That's yeah. oversight. The, the messed up lobotomies, that's oversight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm a, you know, I'm getting lit, but like all of the things that he's been doing, even with the hydrotherapy and everything else, everything has been oversight. Oversight. Yeah. His complete oversight of Mildred. I should have never let you in this mm-hmm. hospital. Mm-hmm. She ain't got no credentials. He ain't checked no boards. Yeah. You didn't call anyone. You didn't. Right. See, yeah. And Mildred did say that. It's just he straight oversight. So that's just him. Fair point. That's what he get. I mean, I would have never. That would have been the first thing I thought about. If I'm hide, I'm not hiding you in a closet. You just talked about how you went through trauma for being locked in a closet for nine days, and that's what got you to do your things. How do I not know that that's going to put you into a different identity? Yeah, that's going to set you off. So, anyway, let's let's <laughs> let's move on. What scene did you have a scene where you were like, oh, what 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 is this doing here? No, not really. I mean, I feel like they were all just tying up loose ends. What about right, you? Right, right. I kind of. For me, it was the Mexico scene, the dr- the dream sequence, not like just the Mexico s- scene itself, but when she was dreaming that she got killed. Yeah. Um, I kind of think that was a foreshadow, though, like her, like, because she told Edmund, I know every thought you have before right, you think it. Right. So my the reason why I don't think it should have been there is because it was towards the end. It wasn't eventful. I don't really think it added on too much. And we've already seen that she knows Edmund. Yeah. This whole show. Yeah. Every episode, we've already seen okay. that she okay. knows what's going on, you know? So I didn't necessarily think we needed that. Um, it just was like a jump scare for us because we thought that's how it ended. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, she got killed. And then she yeah. wake up. Like, that's cheap. 
You know, all yeah. of my all of my horror fans out there, y'all know a jump scare is cheap. We don't want a jump scare. We want to be chill to our bones. Okay, yeah. we want it to really happen. Don't wake up from no dream. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. They could have kept that one for me, but it's all good. I hope they're still chilling on the beach somewhere in um, Mexico. So. Mm-hmm. Who you loving? What character? Overall or right now, you love the most? Overall, I really do love Ratchet and Gwendolyn both. And I love them together. Don't take my girl. Okay, well... <laughs> I'm just like, you pick you the love best them person. Together, what, was your, what would your celebrity duo name be? You know how like celebs be coming up with these love names? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, they kind of... Gwendred. Ooh, Gwendred. <laughs> Gwendred. Gwendred. <laughs> okay, I feel you. I, you know, I, you know, my favorite character has been, will forever be, Gwendolyn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I just love Gwen. I think from episode one all the way out through episode eight, she was Gwendolyn. Yeah, through and through. Yeah, the same person, real down to earth. Boom! I hate that she had cancer. You know. Um, Bad stuff just happened to her, but she was real. Always real. She was real. I guess just to hop back real quick, because you talking about her just kind of brought this back. My bad. But I guess a scene that I really don't don't understand why it was there was the scene with Trevor, her ex-husband. Right. And I get that that... I just feel like they were wrapping up loose ends with that. Right. I feel like we already knew that... They loved each other as people. They weren't together as a couple. Bygones be bygones. They were done. I feel like we already knew that. We didn't need to see him again. We didn't mm-hmm. need to have that again. Right. You know? I think, no, I agree. That was to show that she's moving back east. That's yeah. all that was for. And yeah. I think an easier way they could have done that was like a classic, she's packing up. You show the train tickets or the plane tickets that where she's leaving. And Millie walks in the house like, are you leaving? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I'm packing up because I'm going back east and this is why. Um, I don't think they needed to bring him in to explain his connection to her, but then also he found love. Like, we, that's what I mean by, like, I don't care anything about his storyline. He did nothing yeah. to the show. Yeah. He gave me nothing. Yeah, Okay. Exactly. He was a He was a pawn on the chessboard. I don't care if he gets knocked off. Mm-hmm. So wh- why bring him back in the last episode for a scene that uh, didn't mean absolutely nothing? That's why I gave these two episodes 6.7. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, there's an easier way they could have did that. They could have cut that out and it would have been fine mm-hmm. knowing, you know, that he, we assume when he left, he lived a happily everlasting life anyway. Yeah. Isn't that what we do with like all characters yeah. when they fade out? The kid. What happened with the kid? Yeah. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a storyline with him. What was the point of having him at all? Or any of the patients, really, besides Edmund and Charlotte. The lesbians, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Edmund, Charlotte, I understand. The lobotomy patients, I understand. Yeah. The kid, what (laughs) what purpose did he serve? Yeah. I don't know. You know, the other patients that we never got to meet, I get them because we're in a hospital and we have to see patients mm-hmm. but that uh, now i'm mad i'm sorry i just growled <laughs> real quick but gosh that just ticked me off like um what the world man they, they probably gotta go back and look at this like yo why do we have the kid here yeah i don't know maybe he was just to show that other people were in the hospital 
that's cheap. No, no, I don't no. <laughs> but I feel you. But I if that's know. the Ryan, I'm speaking to you. I'm calling you by your first name because I feel like I know you. He's a huge fan of the show. I, I, I am a huge fan of the show. I'm a huge fan of all your shows. Actually, I'm, I'm talking about Ryan being oh, a fan of thank our you. show. Appreciate uh, if you listen. Of course, he's listening. Yes, you are listening. <laughs> I'm gonna speak this to uh, fruition. Ryan, I watch all your shows. I'm actually rewatching Screen Queens. I can't wait for season three. Um, shout out to Screen Queens. But listen, you didn't need that kid. And if you did, please email pressnextpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> and let me know <laughs> why that child was necessary in this series. Uh, who do you hate? Oh, my God. Let me tell you who I hate. One, I hate the governor. The governor. He is... Uh, he's just awful. He is just an awful man. He is. I want to choke He is an awful him. man. For um, everything that he has said to any woman that he has come in contact with, I mm, get it was mm, the mm, 50s, mm. but... Like, you see what they did there when he said California will be a state of law and order. You don't think that was like a little, little parallel to what's going on right now? Um, I don't think I caught that. Ooh. But everything that he was saying to the women, and then also when the freaking prisoner caught on fire and he was like and the warden was like okay we need to shut it off and he said no wait um that is evil that is pure evil to sit there and know well first of all this man could have died by lethal injection and you chose to bring the electric chair yeah because you said california is gonna be a state of law and order that is pure evil so to do that and then to be the one who flips the switch when that's not your job at all. Mm -hmm. That's the warden's job. And then to continue or to let it continue when this smiling. man is on fire. Just smiling. Burning up like bacon. And everybody is like, what the heck is happening? Turn it off. They this left. Is, everybody this is left. too far. Everybody left. They stopped taking pictures. The guy on the radio was confused. Like, why is this happening? And the warden tried to shut it off. And he was like, no. That is evil. Hate him. Second, I've already told y'all my feelings on this woman, Louise. <laughs> you know, for a second there, I thought you would kind of like her, like episode seven, you know, like mm -mm. she wasn't bad, but then episode eight and definitely the last scene, you like. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You know, she got on my nerves from the beginning. She did. Never trusted her. Didn't know what she was up to. She's just. She's just sorry. She belongs and in And she is supposed to be what? Best friends with Nurse Bucket? Well, I don't know best friends, but friends with Nurse Bucket. Mm. And you're getting your info from Bucket and giving it to a person who then went on to kill seven nurses. She with them. Yes, she so is. She wanna, yeah, she wild, man. She's wild, wild, wild. Mm. I don't really like her either. She's just annoying. That's why I don't like her. She is very annoying. Yeah. So check this out. Y'all want to know who I hate now? Who? I hate Edmund. Let me tell you why. <laughs> we've been what? lied to. We have been had. We've been hoodwinked. We have been bamboozled. Let astray. Let astray. Okay. Let me tell you why. Eddie has. Eddie is who Eddie is. Yeah. And we have been made to think that, that for not. seven episodes that he is somewhat like human and has like, oh, he's he can be, and this is what I kind of mean with the death penalty thing and what you're trying to say. He's not going to stop. Yeah. He crazy. Yeah. 
He gonna keep. He's a killer. <laughs> he crazy. He crazy. <laughs> he's a killer. That's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Ain't no amount of he need to just chill. Yeah. And that's why I'm sure some people are gonna say, "Well, then we just need to kill him." I get it. I understand why some people feel the way they feel, but I hate Edmund because he's he's a bad guy, and he can try to dress it up in whatever way he wants to. Mm-hmm. He can try to say everything has to have a purpose, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't kill this person. And he only knocks out the security guard when he finds out he doesn't have kids, or he doesn't kill the the animals because animals are innocent. All of those things are not real yeah. because he's willing to kill seven nurses to send Millie to send a, message. a message. Yeah, You want to send a message, bro? You freaking tie something to a bird or pick up a phone. Okay. You put a message in a bottle in the ocean and hope it doesn't make it to the island that uh, the TV show Lost is centered around. Okay. <laughs> you hope it gets to the right spot. You don't kill seven nurses. Yeah. And what's up with, did he kill seven priests too? Because I was say, what's up with the number seven? But maybe he just killed five. Uh, I think it was four. Okay, maybe I'm tripping. But he didn't have to kill seven nurses. But he did just to get her attention. Yeah. So, bro, you're a killer. You're going to continue to kill. And then also, you're probably going to help Charlotte kill. And help her turn into something. She's beyond, too. Yes. She has, I bathe in the blood of the people I've killed. Right. And so that was insight to her. She's become a killer now. And it Louise has absolved me of my illness or whatever she said. Louise Sick. is along for the ride, which leads me to believe that she's probably going to become a killer as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't like Edmund. Yeah. Edmund needs to go. Yeah. Edmund needs to be caught, locked up, and only deal with men. Because obviously, Edmund is a smooth, smooth guy. Can get a hand job in a cell, <laughs> can break out twice. Twice. This guy is Ted Bundy. Essentially. So he needs to legitimately be under the jail and surrounded by men who are unafraid yeah. and guarded. And then he needs to be helped. And everybody who helps him needs to be a male yeah. so that he's not manipulating his women into doing his bidding. So last episode, you said that you were afraid that Gwendolyn was going to turn since she lost her job with the yes. governor. I'm so happy she didn't. And that didn't. That was a good She's thing. She's such a sweetheart. Thank you. So I was so, I was so worried for my. I know my at the gal. end of this at the end of the series, I was like, wow, Corey's going to be so happy. Yes, because Gwen stayed Gwen. Okay, Gwen didn't do what everybody else thought they should do uh, in the moments where they were caught up. Mm-hmm. She stayed true to herself. She was willing to even move east. And to go back, mom. live with her mom and do what she's supposed to do. And maybe even live out her days of cancer, which is probably going to be short. She didn't make it to Mexico. But either way, she's going to do what she had to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Episodes, what'd you take from it? Real life application. Um, real life application is just that you can't change someone who doesn't want to change. You can't love someone who doesn't want to be loved. And yeah, I think I think that's my main takeaway is that mm. You can try and try and try to give someone better, to change someone's mind, to help someone else. You can't help someone who doesn't want help because they're not going to receive it. They have to be ready to receive. Right. Sometimes you're just not the giver they need either. That is true. 
I think that's what we struggle with sometimes as, as humans. We think that we are supposed to heal everybody. Sometimes your job is not to heal that person. Somebody right. else should, you know. No, so, that's very true. That's deep. I get you on that one. I feel that one. I think my takeaway from it was uh, take care of yourself, man. At the end of the day, take care <laughs> of yourself. Family is who you choose uh, because they don't always have your back. And sometimes they are at your neck as they yeah. both are going for each other. And so protect yours. Take care of your self when you look in you putting everything on the line nurse ratchet put everything on the line for him Mm -hmm. none of this would even matter but she also put it on the line for herself because she's trying to redeem herself who cares you left a man y'all both had different plans when you were children Mm -hmm. you both chose your own destiny you chose to run he chose to stay and kill it is not your fault because honestly if if he wanted to kill them bad enough and you got in the way, he's going to kill you, which is exactly what he's doing now. So accept that, move on, protect yourself, protect your family, and let's keep it at that. You know, overall, though, typically in this part, we would do predictions. But for the whole show, do My you have any thoughts? prediction is there will be a season two. <laughs> I'm sure money-wise, because the show did so well, if you look up Netflix's numbers, I'm sure there'll be a season two because money talks nowadays. I would hope from a creative standpoint, I just, I hope it ends here. Really? Yeah. One season? Eight episodes? Yeah. I hope it ends here. Sometimes though, I think that's what you need. Yeah. I think you just need a story and there's something very peaceful uh, about me coming up with the ending to myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know no, who finds who. I feel that because as a book reader or as a reader, I feel like there's several books where I'm like, wait a minute, I want to know more. I want to know more about this character or wait a minute. So what happened to her? I want to know what her reaction was to all of this, right. you know, but we never get that follow up, usually in books. And I feel like these days and i think that like you said it may be money motivated but i feel like these days it's very rare that you only get one season right and i'm sure it's money motivated it's everything is we live in a capitalist society and then some things just drag on for 17 seasons right (laughs) and that's not to say that Grey's anatomy hasn't been phenomenal it's phenomenal if you can make it past Honestly, you make it past six seasons, you got a successful show. Okay, but let's talk about Law & Order SVU, because that's also a favorite show of mine. And successful. And they're on, like, season 23. Successful. <laughs> as long as you have people watching. I mean, look at The Simpsons. It's because those that shows are set true. up to where they never run out of material. That's true. Right? You're never going to run out of material, because Grey's Anatomy is about the hospital, mm-hmm. but then it's also about life drama. Okay, right. that You can do that all the time. Uh, law & Order SVU, Law Enforcement, you're always going to have material. Right. The Simpsons, is it's... A, it's satire about what's going on every day (laughs) right so you're never going to lose material and when you have that many viewers and you do successful you're great you make it past six seasons i think you did a phenomenal job as a tv show if your if your optics were to go long like long great but i think from a creative standpoint some stuff just needs to be a classic i think this show is a classic yeah it struck at a perfect time um, I think this will push people to go read the book One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I think it'll push people to go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll compare the two. Yeah. Um, but we're comparing three. But I think you just got to give us a, this was a, as my boy Shannon Sharp would say, this was a virtuoso performance. <laughs> and I think we just need to leave it at that. Yeah, I think it was really good. So I would not be upset if it ended here, but I do think that we'll get a season two. Me too. Me too. If we get a season two, of course we will, as we, because we started on this show, 
we'll definitely go through that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. We get a season two. We'll definitely go through for that. For sure. Uh, off top. We really wanted to do uh, American Horror Story to start off, but we are happy that we did Ratchet. I think it was mm-hmm. really good. Like, this is a show I'll probably watch again and yeah. I'll probably binge it like all the way through. Yeah. To um, see things that you didn't see. Yeah, to yeah. see things that I didn't see, I don't remember, and I want to catch, and other storylines. I was like, what? I really wish they would have, something different would have happened to Ratchet whenever they found the recording Yeah. of her, you know, doing the lobotomy on old buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't understand the kid. I want to know more about that storyline. Me too. The priest. Yeah, me too. I do. Because I want to know what was so bad about killing him. I'm, I know he's going to testify and stuff, but... Well, she didn't kill him. She lobotomized him. She def- she essentially killed him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He ain't talking no more. Yeah. So um, I just, I don't know if there was yeah, like I think a, that was just to keep him from testifying. Right. And I I kind of, I think Nurse Ratchet got to pay for the stuff she's doing though. Mm. You know, I feel like everything is kind of, and maybe that's life though. Maybe in life, sometimes you just get off and you just do a whole bunch of bad stuff. But Ratchet got to pay for her sins because she's, she did some foul stuff every episode. Yeah. And it was all self-serving. And she'd just been lying the whole time. She ain't never been no nursing. got no credentials. She'd right. been killing people. But something else that she brought up again was Angel of Mercy. Yeah. And somebody else said, what was the other angel? So I think we see Angel of Mercy. We see Angel of Death. And then we see uh, Guardian Angel. Guardian right? Angel, yeah. So the theme of like these angels um, is pretty wild. But yeah, good show. If you had to rate the show, top 10. Complete show. Not top 10. I'm sorry. One through 10. One through 10. The whole show. I'd whole give show. it an eight. Eight's a good score. I'm, I think I might eight. give it an eight too. Eight Maybe is a really good score. If it ended on the same level episodes five and six were, I'd have gave that thing about a 9.8. Yeah. I, same. I, man. I give it an eight, eight and really. a half though. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. Okay. And it was I'm, fun to I'm break down. You. I'm with you. Eight. Eight and a half. I'm good with that. All right. Well. Listen, we have made it past our first show. Yes. We our first series. First series, yeah, yeah. First series. We're super excited that you stayed along with us and you watched it too. Yeah. Here's the thing that we need though. We need to do a new show. So or this a movie. week. Yeah, we'll do a movie uh here soon. That'll be like a quick episode. We'll probably watch a movie and do a quick episode. Uh but what we want y'all to do is to reach out to us. We're gonna put out some more feelers and polls and stuff. What show should we do next? What is one of your favorite shows that we want that you know you want us to break down? Um, I guess it's a show that everybody has access to. So if it's on Netflix or Hulu, or Amazon Prime, or Amazon Prime if you have Prime, maybe even even if it's on TV, mm-hmm. um, let us know what show we want to break down because that was fun. It was great. If you want to get into like a holiday season, because I'm sure we can do that coming up here. We love Christmas. So we do Christmas season. Holiday season is one of our favorites. Having a wonderful Christmas time. So, yeah, we'll, we can do a couple of those and stuff like that. We want to engage more with you. We thank you all so much for listening. But listen, I would be remiss if I didn't say this one more time. If you have not already or if you have and you love and you want to get some more, head over to more gourmetpopcorn.com that's m-o-o-r-e drop something in your cart buy it use the promo code press next get 15% off your total okay mama morris hooked us up with this discount use it and thank y'all so much for listening while you buy the popcorn and you're in the season of spending money 
go ahead and drop a little money into our uh venmo and cash app that's press next podcast you know give us some money we are self-funded uh we would love for your donations every time we get donation we are so happy that we have it yes follow us on instagram at press next podcast yes ig please follow us on that we love to we love to we love to engage with you all so if you like the show please rate it if you hate the show please rate it if you were (laughs) indifferent on the show please rate it and send us some uh, some DMs and stuff. We want to talk to y'all and everything else. So yeah, go ahead and rate us. Give us a five star, um, whatever you whatever you want to rate us. But just give us a rating. That way we can, you know, um, reach out to new people on the iTunes chart and reach a bigger audience. Definitely, because we want to expand our fans and we want to expand our shows and we want to expand our listeners because we want to engage with them so much. So. We love y'all. We're about to head out. And Katie, what do we always say? What do we always say? If mm. you are sitting on the couch, binge watching a TV show, Eating watching popcorn. three movies in a row, Damn. and you get the question, are you still there? Mm. Always press next. Hey, press next, y'all. We love y'all. <laughs>